June 2, 1927, North Beach, San Francisco. Ada Palmer's tense fingers gripped the gold locket around her neck as the streetcar came to a stop near Grigri's. It was almost midnight, and Velma had summoned her to the North Beach speakeasy on her night off. No explanation, just told her to come immediately. A thousand reasons why swirled inside Ada's head. None of them were positive. Well, Sam, she muttered to the locket, I think I might have made a mistake. If you were here, you'd probably tell me to face up to it. So here goes nothing. She gave the locket a quick kiss and stepped out onto the sidewalk. The alley entrance was blocked by a fancy dark limousine and several Model Ts surrounded by men, so Ada headed to the side. Gossip and cigarette smoke wafted under streetlights shrouded with cool summer fog. She endured curious stares of nighttime revelers and hiked the nightclub's sloping sidewalk past a long line of people waiting to get inside. Hidden from the street, three signs lined the brick wall corridor leading to the entrance, each one lit by a border of round bulbs. The first two signs announced a hot jazz quartet and a troupe of Chinese acrobats. The third featured a painting of a brunette surrounded by ghostly specters. Witness chilling spirit mysteries live in person. Famed trance medium Madame Ada Palmer calls forth spirits from beyond, reuniting audience members with departed loved ones. Patrons wishing to participate should bring memento mori. One of the men standing next to the sign looked up at her when she passed by, a fuzzy recognition clouding his eyes. Maybe he'd seen her show. Maybe he'd been too drunk to remember. She gave him a tight smile and approached the club's gated entrance. Pardon me, she said to the couple at the head of the line, then stood on tiptoes and peeked through a small window. One of the club's doormen stared back at her. Evening, Miss Palmer. Evening, Velma called me in. Warm, brassy light and a chorus of greetings beckoned her inside. The alley's blocked, she noted when the door closed behind her. Any idea what's going on? Don't know. Could be trouble, said the first doorman. A second doorman started to elaborate until he noticed the club manager, Daniels, shooting them a warning look as he spoke to a couple of rough-looking men. His gaze connected with Ada's, he motioned with his head. Upstairs. Wonderful. Trouble indeed. Ada left the doormen and marched through the crowded lobby. At the far end, a yawning arched entry led into the main floor of the club. The house orchestra warmed up behind buzzing conversations and clinking glasses as Ada headed toward a second guarded door that bypassed the crowds. Grigri's was one of the largest black and tan speakeasies in the city. Social rules concerning race and class went unheeded here. Anyone who bought a membership card was welcome, and patrons dined and danced with whomever they pleased. Like many of the other acts appearing on stage, Ada was only booked through early July. She'd been working here a month now and couldn't complain. It was much nicer than most of the dives she'd worked out east, and to say the owner was sympathetic to her skills was an understatement. Velma Toussaint certainly stirred up chatter among her employees. People said she was a witch or a sorceress. She was, and that she practiced hoodoo. 
which she did. But the driving force of the gossip was a simpler truth. Polite society just didn't know how to handle a woman who single-handedly ran a prosperous, if not illicit, business. Still, she played the role to the hilt, and Ada admired any woman who wasn't afraid to defy convention. Though it was a relief to work for someone who actually believed in her own talents, all that really mattered was Ada was working. She needed this job, and right now she was crossing her fingers that the trouble was not big enough to get her fired. A particular unhappy patron from last night's show was her biggest worry. It wasn't her fault that he didn't like the message his dead sister brought over from the beyond, and how was she supposed to have known the man was a state senator? If someone had told her he preferred a charlatan's act to the truth, she would have happily complied. Grumbling under her breath, Ada climbed the side stairs and sailed through a narrow hall.